Welcome to Main Menu for the week of February 3rd through February 9th, 2012. I'm your host, David Tanner. Glad you could be with us here today on Main Menu. We always like to see a lot of you coming back every week and new people showing up every week. And we enjoy seeing the numbers of people that are downloading the podcast or listening to us by stream from the webpage. And we enjoy seeing your comments on the friends mailing list and on the Twitter page. Which reminds me, we are at the end of the Main Menu Friends mailing list and Twitter contest we had going on in January. And I do not have a name of the winner from Twitter, but I do know who the winner was on the Main Menu Friends mailing list. On the Main Menu Friends mailing list, we started out with January 1st with about 90 people uh, subscribing to the Main Menu Friends mailing list. And we ended up on Tuesday night at midnight when the contest was over. We ended up with 118 people subscribed to the Friends of Main menu mailing list. And four of those people joined the last day. I think they all were trying to, to, to make sure they were going to be the last ones. Well, Mr. Paul Hunt from Austin, Texas... He snuck in there, and he snuck in about 11.30 on Tuesday night to pick up the win. And, Paul, congratulations again to you. We, You and I have corresponded a couple of times by email, and we are going to be getting your NVDA package out to you here in the next couple of days. And we will, on Monday, I will be posting uh, on the webpage and on the Main Menu Friends mailing list and on Twitter. I'll be posting the links where you can download the files uh, of what Paul is getting on CD. It'll be uh, three, actually three separate zip files. Well, today, coming up on this week's show... Chase Crispin starts us out with a very full weekly tech update. He said it was, he had so much material this week he couldn't get it all in. It was getting too long. And so he put in some of what came out this past week. And he'll give us the rest next week. Oh, I guess what we, we'll just have to do that. Okay. Then after Chase's tech update david woodbridge comes in and he's gonna show us and help us to use voiceover with the text edit word processor on the mac and show us how to do some word processing on the mac and that's followed by mary emerson and mary is gonna come in and she's gonna help us out and show us something that we've needed to have on here for a long time 
if you use Windows 7, you know that setting sounds and uh, setting up your, your sound settings in Windows 7 is a whole lot different than it was back in the Windows XP days. Mary's going to give us a good tour of that and show us how to do all kinds of sound settings in Windows 7. And so if you're a Windows 7 user and you don't know all of that, and you probably don't, then you really want to take a listen to that and pay real close attention. You'll learn quite a bit there. And then Leon Morales is back with his second part of his review of NVDA. And that is our main menu show for today. So let's go ahead and get into this week's show. And you have a good week. Hope you get a lot of valuable information out of today's show. And we'll see you on the webpage. We'll see you on Twitter. We'll see you on the mailing list. And we'll see you soon. Technology news segment heard on ACB Radio's Main Menu and Accessible World's Tech Talk. Hello, Main Menu and Tech Talk. This is Chase Crispin with the Tech Update for the week of January 30th, 2011. A few weeks ago on Tech Update, I mentioned that you could send in your nominations for various categories in the annual Blind Bargains Access Awards. It's now time to vote. Blind Bargains has narrowed down the most popular items, and you can vote on different things in different categories, such as best new hardware invention or update, best company serving the visually impaired, best audio game, best podcast, website, etc. You must have your vote submitted by Friday, February 10th. You must enter your email address and your name when you vote so that you can only vote once, but there are approximately four or five choices for each category, so head on over to Blind Bargains, that's all one word, B-L-I-N-D-B-A-R-G-A-I-N-S dot com to vote in the annual Blind Bargains Access Awards. Hims has announced the next upgrade for their Braille Sense and Voice Sense line of note takers. This is the upgrade version 6.2. There are a lot of pretty minor features in this upgrade, but the big ones that are really being advertised, basically the three big features, are support for the playback of less digital talking books from the Bard website for NLS patrons in the United States, support for reading and writing documents in Spanish, and support for the optional Sense Dictionary. The Sense Dictionary is a separate add-on, but this contains support for it if you should choose to get that. Hymns Note Taker Upgrade version 6.2 is a free upgrade, and you can download from www.hymns-inc.com. For those of you who are interested in keeping up with and testing the latest in screen readers, the first public beta of NVDA, or Non-Visual Desktop Access, version 2012.1 has been released. This is not a production release, this is simply a beta, but if you'd like to mess around with this and see how good it works, you can certainly do that. New in this first beta of NVDA 2012.1 is more features so that reading Braille is a lot more fluent. You can also get document formatting indication in Braille. There is much better access to various parts of Microsoft Word, and you can now use the iTunes Store successfully with NVDA. If you'd like to test out this first beta or learn more, you can get all the information from the NVDA project at nvda-project.org. 
I have two new items from Hims besides the one that I already mentioned about the new note taker upgrade. Hims has announced their next generation of note takers, and this one will replace the existing Braille Sense Plus. This new device is called the Braille Sense U2. That's the letter U and the number two. The Braille Sense U2, like the Braille Sense Plus, will have a Perkins-style keyboard to begin with, at least a 32-cell Braille display, an LCD screen so that anyone can see what you're working on, but the BrailleSense U2 includes some exciting features, which include a 32-gigabyte built-in flash disk, support for using IMAP email, built-in compass and GPS, ability to type in Nemeth code into the calculator for quick and easy calculations, and support for encrypting files. We don't know a price point or anything like that quite yet on the BrailleSense U2, but to learn more about the different features and specifications of the BrailleSense U2, you can visit hymns-inc.com. Finally, Hims has announced something that they really haven't done much of, and this is the release of a new Braille display that'll work with pretty much all products, including JAWS, WindowEyes, Talks, and MobileSpeak, just to mention some things they've mentioned on their website. This new Braille display is called the Braille Edge 40. The Braille Edge 40 includes a 40-cell Braille display, Perkins-style keyboard for entry, ability to connect through either USB or Bluetooth, and it also includes a high-capacity SD card slot so you can store files and read them on the go. There's also some very basic note-taking capability built into this new Braille display. The applications that it comes with include a stopwatch, an alarm, and a notepad, among a few others. To learn more about the Braille Edge 40, you can visit www.hims-inc.com. Speaking of Braille displays, Humanware has also updated their Braille display line. A few months ago, you might recall that Humanware updated their line of brilliant Braille displays with the next generation of those displays. Humanware has now released a brand new Brilliant 80 Braille display. This is a fairly small, at least small for an 80-cell display, 80-cell model of the Brilliant. To learn more about this new display from Humanware, you can visit humanware.com. The popular GW Skype application that's a completely accessible application that works with any screen reader to interact with Skype has been renamed from GW Skype to GW Connect. It's still available for free and still has the same functionality with the new name of GW Connect. If you'd like to learn more about GW Connect, formerly GW Skype, or download it today, you can visit gwmicro.com. The last item I have is the release of an updated video magnifier from GW Micro. Last year, GW Micro released the Vocatex Plus, which was the first video magnifier to include OCR capability for you to be able to both see the magnified image and hear the spoken words via OCR at the same time. However, when the magnifier was reading, you had to make it read the next column of text, and there were other issues where you couldn't maybe access the information in a very streamlined manner. There is now the new and updated Vocatex Plus from GW Micro that allows you to have the unit continuously read and highlight words, as well as several other new features. If you'd like to learn more about this new magnifier containing OCR capability, you can visit www.gwmicro.com. This past week was the ATIA 2012 conference in Orlando, Florida. That's why there's so much news here, because a lot of companies unveiled some pretty exciting new stuff. There's a lot of things that were released that I just couldn't fit in here, just because I've already been here for quite a while, and I felt like I really kind of needed to pick what all of you listeners would like to hear about the most and what would help all of you the most. So there are some things that were released or updated or even announced this week that I wasn't able to fit in here. But I hope the information I've given you here at least gives you a general idea of the latest mainstream and assistive technology news. As usual, please feel free to contact me with any questions, comments, suggestions, or anything that needs to be included in next week's tech update. 
With that, this concludes the tech update for the week of January 30th, 2012. I'm Chase Crispin for Main Menu and Tech Talk. Thank you for listening to this week's tech update. If you have suggestions for next week's tech update, please email chase at acbradio.org. Main Menu. The following presentation is brought to you on Main Menu, courtesy of David Woodbridge and Vision Australia. To find out more about Vision Australia, visit them on the web at www.visionaustralia.org. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. Hi, in this demonstration I want to show you how to navigate effectively using a voiceover in a document in TextEdit which on the Macintosh is the word processor using voiceover. So I've got my MacBook laptop turned on, voiceover is running and of course voiceover you can toggle it on and off by pressing Command F5 and I'm going to make sure that my desktop on my Mac by pressing Shift and VO keys, which is Control and Option and D for desktop. So Shift VOD. Desktop Macintosh HD Volume. Let's get to my Applications folder on the Mac by pressing Shift Command A. Applications List View Table No Selection. Now, if your Finder view doesn't say List View, it says Icon View. You need to put it in List View for proper operation for Voiceover to work correctly and you do that by pressing command and number two so the number keys just below your row of function keys so I'm on a currently focused on the list table I need to interact with that table to see the items inside it so we do the interact command with voiceover which is shift VO down arrow interact with list view table row 29 of 47 I want to get to text edit so if I type in TX or TEX, that should jump me straight down to it. Tell text edit app. Okay, VO spacebar or select to open it up. Open text edit window untitled edit text. Okay, we want to open up a document that I prepared previously. So we do Command O for open. Open file table no selection. We're on a file and it's a list of documents inside a table, so we need to interact with it. So Shift VO down arrow again. Interact with file table row one of forty nine. And I want to get to my practice document. So rather than just pressing VO down arrow to go down line by line, I can press the letters PR to jump down to practice. Practice document.rtf. That's the one we want. So let's now uninteract with the table with shift VO up arrow. Stop interacting with file table one row selected name practice. We want to get to the open button, which is the bottom of this dialog box. And to get to the bottom of the screen in voiceover on a MacBook keyboard, it's actually shift function VO right arrow. Open default button. Okay, and VO spacebar to select that button. Now in practice document. This is the first set. Okay, we've opened up our document. I now want to interact with the document so I can use it. So again, we need to interact. That's shift VO down arrow. Interact with edit text, word, practice, character, P. Okay, we're now in our document. We're interacting with it and I just want to show you the basic current character, word, line, sentence, and paragraph commands first. So current character is VOC, current word is VOW, current line is VOL, current sentence is VOS, and current paragraph is VOP. If I did VOC twice, it would phonetically say the character. 
if I did VOW three times, the first W is actually say word, second W is actually spell word, third W is actually phonetically spell word. So let's do the character one. So VOC once, P. and again, second time, Papa. VOW first time, second time, and third time. Practice. P R A C T I S E. Papa, Romeo, Alpha, Charlie, Tango, India, Sierra, Echo. Okay, let's read current line with VOL. Practice document. Let's go down to the first line of the first paragraph in this document. And to move down line by line, it's just VO down arrow. Practice document. New line. This is the first sentence of the first paragraph. This is the middle sentence of the... Okay, so that was the current line being read out. If we want to reread that, we can just do VOL. This is the first sentence of the first paragraph. This is the middle sentence of the... Now, because the way that VoiceOver currently rendered that paragraph, well, let's just see what current sentence it's on by just doing VOS for sentence. This is the middle sentence of the first paragraph. Okay, so we're now in the middle sentence. So if we want to go back to the previous sentence, the command is function VO command up arrow. This is the first sentence of the first paragraph. Okay, let's go back to the right with the next sentence command, which is function VO command down arrow. This is the middle sentence of the first paragraph. And again, keep going forward. This is the last sentence of the first paragraph. And let's go back or up to the previous sentence, which is function VO command up arrow. This is the middle sentence of the first paragraph. This is the first sentence of the first paragraph. Okay, let's read current paragraph with VO P. This is the first sentence of the first paragraph. This is the middle sentence of the first paragraph. This is the last sentence of the first paragraph. Okay, now let's read forward by paragraph. And this command is shift function VO down arrow. New line. This is the first sentence of the second paragraph. This is the middle sentence of the second paragraph. This is the last sentence of the second paragraph. New line. This is the first sentence of the third paragraph. This is the middle sentence of the third paragraph. This is the last sentence of the third paragraph. New line. The end. Okay, and the reason why you heard it say new line every time we went to a new paragraph is because I've got two new lines, or two blank lines in between each paragraph. So let's go back to previous paragraphs by doing shift function VO up arrow. New line. This is the first sentence of the third paragraph. This is the middle sentence of the third paragraph. This is the last sentence of the third paragraph. New line. This is the first sentence of the second paragraph. This is the middle sentence of the second paragraph. This is the last sentence of the second paragraph. New line. This is the first sentence of the first paragraph. This is the middle sentence of the first paragraph. This is the last sentence of the first paragraph. Okay, let's stop there. Now, let's check what we're currently sitting on. So let's just do VOW for current word. This. And on the word this, and our character is on VOC. T. T. So on the letter T of the word this in the first sentence of the first paragraph. Now what we'd like to do is read from the top of the document to the bottom. And that's actually V-O-B, B for Bravo, or B for beginning. Practice document, new line. Okay, and I just shut it up with the control key as usual. Now, what I want to do is let's move down a couple of lines. This is the fir first paragraph, the new line. This is the first sentence of the second paragraph. This is the middle sentence of... I'll shut it up. And to start, voiceover reading from the current position is actually V-O-A. The second paragraph. This is the last sentence of the second paragraph. This is the first sentence... Okay, and let's try from the beginning again with V-O-B. Practice document. This is the first sentence of the first paragraph. Okay, so there we go. Now, as I said in when I was dealing with that open dialog box and going to the bottom of the screen, 
there's actually a very nice way when you're using TextEdit that you don't have to do those commands. You can just use the command key with up, down, left and right arrows. So if I press VO with my, let's do, do it with the VO cursor first. So let's do shift function VO left arrow. Practice. Okay, it's the top of the document. Let's go to the bottom of the document with shift function VO right arrow. And. Okay, we're at the bottom of the document. I just said end because I've got the word, of course, the end at the bottom. But let's do it with using some text edit commands. So let's do command left arrow. The. Now what that is, is the beginning of the current line, which is the. Let's do command right arrow. And. Which is the word end. So when you're on a, a current line, if you want to get the beginning and end of a current line, it's actually command left arrow or command right arrow. Command up arrow. Practice. It's top of document, and the bottom of document is command dinner. And so it's very quick to jump around a document. You can go home and end the current line, top and bottom of the document, and then you can use your other voiceover commands to navigate by character, word, line, sentence, or paragraph. So let me just delete this whole document by doing command data highlight all. Practice document. This is the first sentence of the. And command backspace to get rid of it. Selection deleted. Okay, so now we've got a blank screen. And I just want to show you what it's like to copy and paste some items on the screen. So we'll just do one example. So I'm just going to type in... T-A-R-S, this space, is space, a... Space, T -S I just made a mistake, so press backspace. E-S-T. E okay, so we can't line, which should say this is a test. So V-O-L. This is a test. Okay, now what I want to do is I want to highlight, going back to the left, which you do by pressing shift... Option left arrow. Test highlight a highlight is highlight this highlight. Okay, and of course, if we wanted to highlight to the right, we would do shift option right arrow. Now, there's a command with voiceover to check what you've highlighted, which is actually VOF6. So I'll do that now. This is a test selected, and that's what we've currently selected. Let's do command C to copy. Copy. Let's go to the bottom of the document with command down arrow. This is a test. Unhighlighted. Insertion at end of text. Okay, and let's hit the enter key twice to put in two blank lines. New line, new line. And let's do command V to paste. Test. Okay, so now if we read the whole document from beginning to end, we'll have two versions of the one statement that I just wrote. So VOB. This is a test. This is a test. Now if I wanted to highlight line by line, what we could do is go to the top of the document again with, so command up arrow. This. And let me do, hold down the shift key and just press down arrow by itself. This is a test. Highlight. And go down again. New line. Highlight. Again. This is a test. Highlight. Okay, and let's do VOF6 to see what we've highlighted. This is a test. This is a test. Selected. Okay, so it's set it twice, including the new lines, which didn't say new line, new line, because it would drive you crazy. And let's do command C to copy. Copy. And we'll make sure at the bottom of the document by pressing Command down arrow. This is a test. This is a test. Unhighlighted. Insertion at end of text. Okay. Enter. Line, enter. Line. And Command V to paste. Test. So let's read from beginning again with VOB. This is a test. This is a test. This is a test. This is a test. So that was pretty silly, but you can select something by holding down the Shift key and doing Option left or right to go word by word, or to highlight and select up and down line by line, it's hold down the shift key and press the up or down arrow. And if you want to check what's selected, it's VOF6. And to copy, it's Command C. To paste, it's Command V. 
or if you highlight something and you actually want to delete it, you can press Command Backspace, which is what I did with the Command A to Highlight All command, and that will delete the current highlight. And finally, uh, a couple of more quick commands, which is only really three of, that I want to tell you about is, if you want to find out what document you're in, you can find out the window title by pressing VOF2, and if you want to find out what current application you're in, you press VOF1, and if you want to find out what focus VoiceOver is currently looking at, it's VOF3. So let's look at the current window that I'm in, so let's press VOF2. Window practice document.rtf. Practice document. Let's see what the application name is by pressing VOF1. Text edit 2, running applications. And it said text edit 2, running applications, because Finder is always considered to be one application. So, of course, we've got text edit running, which means we've got two. And let's see what our current cursor focus is with voiceover by pressing VOF3. Currently on line 7, word, test, bottom of document, is in the voiceover cursor. You are currently on the text area inside. And that tells us exactly where we are. Let me close down voiceover and text edit with command Q first to quit text edit. Quit text edit. Interact with alert dialog. Do you want to save the changes you made in the document? And let's Practice VO right arrow to don't save. Your changes will be lost if you don't save button. And VO space bar to select don't save. Press finder window applications text edit dot app application. And we're back to the text edit application on our application folder screen. Now I like to make sure I close all windows when I'm using my folders. So normally to, to close the current screen, it's Command W. To close all screens, I'm going to press Option Command W. Close all. Now in Desktop Macintosh HD Volume. Now, if you really wanted to, which I don't, you can actually press Command F5 to shut off Voiceover. In fact, let me do that now for you. You can see what it sounds like. So Command F5. Voiceover off. Voiceover off. And turn it back on again. Voiceover on. Fine. Command F5. Desktop Macintosh. And we're back to the Macintosh hard drive on my desktop. So I hope that's been of some use. Um, I didn't really go into too much editing. It was primarily to let you know how to navigate using VoiceOver in TextEdit and when to interact in the different situations that you need to interact to items inside things and just the quick things to navigate around the document with the character word, line, paragraph, sentence, top and end and home and end of the current line. If you have any more questions about using VoiceOver on the Apple Mac, please feel free to contact the Adaptive Technology Help Desk at Vision Australia on 1300 847 466. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. Everybody, this is Mary Emerson for Main Menu, and today we're going to talk about the sounds in Windows 7. I am using JAWS 13, and I'm also using Windows 7 Home Premium. The way that sounds work in Windows 7 is quite different from the way it used to work in XP. And I don't know about Vista because I came from XP and never used Vista. But I'm going to show you the way that I do things. Now, obviously, in Windows, there are a million ways to get the same thing done. The first thing I want to show you is the sound mixer. And this is something that I had heard about a lot, but had never really figured out how to use. It probably took about six months until I could actually figure out how to do it. What this does is it will let you adjust the sound levels for different programs. 
Perhaps you're recording something and you don't want the system sounds to show up in your recording. Or maybe you don't want your screen reader speech to be as loud as it usually is, so you can turn that down. I approach it by going to the system tray. I'm going to push the JAWS key plus F11 to get into the system tray. Select the system tray icon dialog. Okay, we're at the top. I'm pushing control plus N to get to the bottom of the system tray. That's control plus the end key, not the letter N. Speaker USB 100%. And this is where you want to be. And you push enter. Context menu, open volume mixer. And you are at the prompt for the volume mixer. So we're going to push enter on this and it's going to open up into a big dialog box and all you do with this thing is you tab. There's no OK or cancel in here so when you're done setting everything then you just simply do an Alt F4 to get out. So in this dialog I tend to not remember where this thing actually starts so I tend to go around a couple of times and I might have to do that here but anyway push enter. Leaving menus up down slider 100. It's at a hundred percent and as we go through here, I'm going to go to the JAWS item and I'm going to use the page down to lower the volume and then page up to increase the volume. I'm going to start tabbing. Toolbar mute speaker button. Now, throughout here you have mute buttons and you generally don't want to use this unless you really want to turn something off. Tab. Volume for JAWS for Windows FS Synth 32.com object up down slider 100. Okay, I'm going to start pushing page down. You're going to hear the volume decrease, and then I'm going to bring it back up. And to bring up the volume, you use the page up key. And this will show you what happens. And pushing page down. 80, 60, 40, 20, 20, 40, 60, 80, 100. And we're back up to 100%. Tab. Toolbar mute JAWS for Windows FS Synth 32.com object button. Tab. Volume for name not available up down slider 100. Toolbar mute name not available button. Toolbar system sounds button. Volume for system sounds up down slider 100. Toolbar mute system sounds button. Toolbar speaker split button. Toolbar speaker SBX5 surround 5.1 button. Up down slider 100. I think this is this is where we were, and yes, you just heard a system sound. We're going to get out of here, and I'm going to continue with this in the sounds section of the control panel. It's a good practice when you start a program that will generate or create sounds, such as recording software or something else, to get into this mixing software to make sure all your sound levels are correct, because this is where you see all the sound levels for all the programs on your PC that are currently running that generate sounds. There are a lot of different ways to get to the control panel. I'm the old-fashioned type. I like to go to the desktop and then push CON and get in it from there. I know you can use the start button. Push Alt-Tab. JAWS. Inbox Mozilla Desktop. Folder View List Views. Okay, silent speech. Type CON. C control Panel and push enter. 
All control panel items. Large icons button. Action center link. Action center. Okay, silent speech and push S. Sound link. We're going to push enter on sound. Sound dialog. Playback page. Select a playback device below to modify its settings. Okay, I'm going to push shift tab to show you what the pages are in this large dialog. Playback tab. And this is for your playback adjustments. Recording tab. And I'm going to push right. Sounds tab. Communications tab. Now we have four items here. The playback tab, I'm just going to briefly show you what's in here. So let's go back. Sound record playback tab. Select the playback device below to modify its settings. List view speakers, real tech high definition audio, ready one of four. Okay, I'm tabbing here. Okay button. Cancel button. Playback tab. And then recording. Recording tab. I'm going to push tab. Select the recording device below to modify its settings. List view front mic, real tech high definition audio, not plugged in one of six. Now this generally shows everything from the top. It doesn't show you what your selection actually is. So even though you may have something selected, it's not going to tell you precisely what it is, which is one of the problems with this. But if you know what you've chosen and you know you don't have to modify anything, then you'll be all right with it. Okay, button. And as with all of these, you have options that you can get to with the applications key. For example, let's go back to record. Select the recording device below. And I'm going to push the applications key, which is directly to the left of the control key on the right side of the space bar. And we're going to push applications. Context menu. Show disabled devices checked. And this is what you want because sometimes you want to get into the mixer from here and you want to see that if it's disabled or not. And if it is, it wouldn't show it unless you have this checked. I'm going to down arrow quickly through this. Show disconnected devices checked. Show disabled devices checked. And those are the two options. So let's get out of here. Leaving menus. Select the okay. recording device. OK button. On OK. Cancel button. Cancel. Recording tab. I'm pushing the tab. Now I'm pushing right arrow to get into the next item. Sounds tab. Now this is where all the sound schemes are. And what I'm going to do here is run quickly through these sound schemes and then show you where they are actually located in case you want to add other sounds to these schemes. And then I'm going to quickly show you the sound schemes and a few of the sounds that you hear in each just to give you the personality of them. Mine is set up with an individualized sound scheme that I created called My Sounds and into it I added some old sounds from Windows Millennium and Windows XP that I had stored on another hard drive because they are WAV files and you can keep them because you might want to use them in the future. The reason I use a lot of my own sounds is because I'm familiar with them, and also the default Windows 7 sounds aren't loud enough for me to hear them, so I thought, well, let's modify things. But anyway, let's get into the sounds here, and I'll show you what we have. Sound scheme, combo box, my sounds, 10 of 16. That's what I choose, but let's go to the top. Afternoon is the first one. Afternoon. 
And that's one that sounds a bit like someone playing with a 12-string guitar. And I like the crisp, clear sound of that. Calligraphy. Characters. Cityscape. Delta. Festival. Festival. Little Latino. Very charming and delightful. Garden. Heritage. Landscape. My sounds. And that's my sounds that I've created. No sounds. No sounds. You can turn off the sounds completely. Quirky. Quirky is definitely a little quirky. Raga. Raga has a very India-Indian sound to it. It's also very exotic and very interesting. has some great rhythms in it. Savannah. Sonata. And Sonata, a little bit classical. Windows default. And the windows default. Let's tab a little here and keep going. Save as button. I don't want to save anything. I like what I have. Preview. Windows open. 30 items. And this is where you can browse for different sounds. You can choose existing sounds as they are, or you can browse. It works very much like XP. You associate different sounds with different system activities, such as notification for your email, or starting and stopping a program, things like that. Play Windows startup sound checkbox not checked. I don't like the startup sound, so I don't let it do that. OK button. Cancel button. OK, I'm going to cancel out of here. All control panel items. Sound link. And let's get back in here. I think there was one item I hadn't covered. Sound dialog. Playback. Select a play playback tab. Shift tab to get back to the items. We're going to go past this one to... Recording tab. Sounds tab. Communications tab. Communications. Let's quickly go through this. Do nothing radio button checked. 404. And the braille in here says something about Windows detects communication activity. What are you going to do, I guess is what it means. I think this is used for speech recognition, which I don't use. OK button. Cancel button. Let's cancel to get out. All control panel items. Sound link. And I'm going to get out of here. Okay, now I'm going to show you where the sound folder is in Windows so that you can try some of the individual sounds if you don't happen to be in the sound application in the control panel. So let's go to... Inbox Studio Recorder Desktop. I have computer on my desktop, so I'm going to type C-O-M. Press Enter. Computer items view multi select list box gateway C. Push enter. Gateway C items view multi select list. Okay, W I N. Win we are on Windows. Windows items view list. I'm going to push M E for media. And Braille shows media. Press enter. Media items view multi select list box. And here we have a bunch of folders. And we have afternoon. Calligraphy. Characters, Cityscape, Delta, Festival, Garden, Heritage, Landscape, Quirky, Raga, Savannah, Sonata, Chimes, Wav. That last one was not a folder. It was one of the files that I added from other sources to use for some of the sounds. But inside of each of these folders are the appropriate sounds for the sound scheme for that particular folder. So that's where the sounds are, and everything else in here is stuff that I've added. I just took the WAV files and put them directly into this media folder without modifying these 13 folders that I told you about. So let's get out of here because now you know where these sounds are located.
And now I'm going to show you the personalities of these sound schemes. I'm going to just pick a few at random. There might be more of one scheme and less of another, but it's not intentional. It's just enough to show you what the scheme is all about. You'll notice that it says media for Windows 7. The first one is default, but it doesn't say that it's the default. It just says Windows 7. And the rest of them, after you hear media for Windows 7, you will hear the sound scheme name, and then you'll hear a few of the sounds for that scheme. Media for Windows 7. Media for Windows 7 slash afternoon. Media for Windows 7 slash polygraphy. Media for Windows 7 slash characters. Media for Windows 7 slash Citispay. Media for Windows 7 slash Delta. Media for Windows 7 slash Festival. Media for Windows 7 slash Garden. Media for Windows 7 slash Heritage. Media for Windows 7 slash Landscape. Media for Windows 7 slash Quirky. Media for Windows 7 slash Raga. Media for Windows 7 slash Savannah. Media for Windows 7 slash Sonata. And that's going to be it for this basic introduction to what you can do with sounds on your PC with Windows 7. Thank you for listening to this. This is Mary Emerson for Main Menu. Main Menu. Base. And the page will load iTunes for the podcast directory. Sources tree view. Level 2 iTunes store 1 of 2. Give a second there. There we go. That whooshing sound means that the HTML content has loaded. And assuming this H. works right, we're going to go ahead and hit F6. Document link graphic HTTP slash slash itunes.apple.com slash us slash podcast slash real time with Bill Matter slash ID 98 million. Real time with Bill Mauer. Oh boy. New and noteworthy heading level two. For the headings. New and noteworthy is a good section to look at if there's anything new that Apple has put up here on the iTunes store. Link see all. The see all link. Link graphic HTTP.
slash slash it is dot apple dot com slash us slash podcast slash greatest super bowl moments slash id 493 million moments that'll be a good one to, to check out say if you're wanting to watch the big game come up coming up in february hopefully your favorite team will make it link greatest super bowl moment link nfl films the, the, the nfl films uh that's the, where it comes from link graphic http Slash slash itunes dot apple dot com slash us slash podcast slash the Philip DeFranco show HD slash link the Philip DeFranco show HD MP4 30 FDF link revision list. 3 revision 3 that's where that came from we're gonna go ahead and jump by heading really quick all things geek heading level all 2 geek. staff favorites heading level staff 2 favorites link see all and these are by apple themselves I'm gonna go ahead and uh, hit H again for the next heading. Presidential politics heading level two. Politics. HD favorites heading HD level favorites. two. Podcast link heading level one. There's a podcast link. These are links to different podcast podcast providers. Heading level two. Podcast quick links. List with nine items. Combo box collapse all categories. Now here's the categories to choose from if you want to select a specific type of podcast. We're gonna hit enter on that. Combo box collapse. Our business. Uh, right arrow to open up that combo box. Comedy. Comedy business. Education. Education. Games and hobbies. Government and organizations. Health. Kids and family. Music. News and politics. Religion and spirituality. Science and medicine. Society and culture. Sports and recreation. Technology. And that's my favorite category. Technology. TV and film. And that's all the categories that are all there. All categories. We're going to go ahead and left arrow to get out of this. Actually, excuse me. We're going to hit escape. <laughs> That's the easiest way to do it, uh, when Leftover does not want to cooperate. Link audio podcasts. And we have a link for audio podcasts, once we get past this combo box. Link video podcasts. Video podcasts. Note, if you own an iPod Shuffle, this will not download or sync to your device, unless you have an iPhone or iPod Touch. Link podcast tutorial. Podcast tutorial. Link iTunes picks. And the iTunes podcasts. picks. That's another uh, section where Apple picks different podcasts. Link featured podcast providers. Featured podcast providers. If you click this link, it'll show you how many podcast providers they have. Uh, for example, the Twit Network or uh, CNET or any of those guys that have podcasts on iTunes. Link submit a podcast. Submit a podcast. I'm not sure what happens if you activate that link. Link podcast resources. Podcast resources. Link episode of the day on Twitter. Episode of the day. I guess if you hit that link, it'll tweet uh, episode of the day that's available up here. You can subscribe to via Twitter. Out of list heading level two top charts. Top charts. Heading level three link see all. Then there's we have the see all link where you can see all the available podcasts. Heading level three episodes. And by episodes, we're gonna go ahead and quit there, and we're gonna go back to the search. For podcasts, and we're going to find Main Menus Podcasts, because I know it's on here. Search for Reddit blank. We're going to go ahead and type Main Menu. Hit Enter. Search for Reddit Main Menu Document. Heading Level 3 Episodes. And there she is. We're going to go ahead. Document. Link. And as NVDA is starting to read the HTML document already, we're going to go ahead and use our heading key, which is 8. Filter by Media Type. Heading Level 2. List with nine items, HTTP, out of list albums, heading list songs, heading level two. Continuously hitting the H key to find the podcast section. iPhone apps, and iPad apps, podcasts, heading level two. Okay, we're going to use our down arrow and see if we can find a main menu. Link, see all. Link, graphic, HTTP, slash, slash, itunes.apple.com, slash, us, slash, podcast, slash, main menu, slash, ID, 359,065,007. There you go, there's main menu. List with four items, link, main menu, ACB radio. Link gadgets button subscribe free. Now you can hit this button, and once this button 
If pressed, it'll ask you if you would want to subscribe to this podcast. You can uncheck that to not bring that up again if you'd like. Uh, since I'm already subscribed, I'm not going to press this button. Um, let's do another search really quick for another podcast that I know exists. Search for Reddit. Selected main Selecting backspace. We're going to look for one of Leo Laporte's podcasts that I'm not subscribed to. Home. Theater. Home Theater Geeks. Subscribe free. Document link power search. Okay, the HTML document has come up. We're gonna go and find the podcast listing with letter H. Filter by publish pod, podcast podcast heading level to link see all link graphic http slash slash itunes.apple.com slash us slash podcast slash home theater geeks slash id three hundred forty. Okay, there that is list with four items link home theater geeks. Home theater geeks. Link Scott Wilkinson. Link gadgets. Hosts. That's the link to uh, the podcast button subscribe free. And there's the subscribe free button. Combo box collapse, tell a friend. And you have some social media options here. As you heard, there's the telefriend option. I have not messed with that, but we have the following. Let's activate this by hitting enter. Combo box collapse actions for copy, share on Facebook, share, copy, link. copy link, share on share Facebook. Facebook, share on Twitter. Share with Twitter. You can tell your Twitter friends about home theater geeks. And that's the only option. Tell a friend. Have. There in that combo box. Out of list link graphic HTTP list with four items link home theater geeks video large. And there's the, the different versions of home theater geeks video large. Uh, I think they have an audio link here. Scott Wilkinson. Link technology button subscribe free. Combo box collapse tell a friend. Out of list link graphic HTTP slash slash items dot list with four items link home theater geeks video small. I think the first one is the audio, so I'm gonna page up here. Out of list, list link books, and we're gonna go link ahead. Link podcasts. Oh, I went too far. Out of list publishers go heading level four. And to show you how what it, how easy it is to subscribe to a podcast. Podcasts heading level link link list with full link Scott Wilkinson link gadgets button subscribe free. Okay, we're gonna hear hit the space button. This is what you'll hear. iTunes dialog. Are you sure you want to subscribe to Home Theater Geeks? The most recent episode will appear in the podcast section of your library when it has finished downloading. Future episodes will be downloaded automatically as they become available. Subscribe button all test. That's pretty self-explanatory. Or if you hit tab, you can have it not to tell you. Cancel but do not ask about subscribing again. Checkbox not checked out D. I like to keep that checked. Unchecked rather. Subscribe button all test. Okay, we're going to go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And the sh- shortcut is alt S. And once this is pressed. Hey, iTunes. It's going to go The most recent edition. And... You'll hear that chime that you hear earlier telling you that the sync or download was complete. Um, next area, there we go. Next area we're going Search to... Search for Reddit. Sources tree view. iTunes sources tree view. Purchased two of two. Le- level one shared collapse three of five. I'll go ahead and show you the... Level two purchased two iTunes store one of two level two playlist two level one shared collapse collapse playlist collapse five of five level one. Let's go ahead and tab in tab order see what we have in here. iTunes store document. Ping heading get star genius recommended albums. HTTP dollar three point combo my rhino high five. My HTTP. 
Playlists already built in iTunes. We have 90s. Classical music Classical. 3 of 9. Music videos 4 of 9. Level 2. My top rated 5 of 9. Level 2. Recently added 6 of 9. Level 2. Recently played 7 Recently of 9. Played. Level 2. Top 25 most played 8 of 9. Le Leo's playlist 9 of 9. And that level. is a playlist that I actually created myself. Uh, when I first got iTunes, I got like um, 100 and some odd tracks in there. I can't remember which. But we're going to go ahead and show you what I've got in here by hitting tab. iTunes store document. Pink heading level. Get started. Genius recommended. HTT dollar three point combo box. Rhino high five. Hitting tab here. Leo's playlist list. Level one one. I swear. Okay, here is the music list. I hit F6 to get to that. All for one. I swear. If you remember that from Selected. It's going to take a minute to get to the rest of these tracks. Two shy boys. Hard time three thirteen. Anna album original forty five rips. Genre pop three. Get out of my dreams. Get into my car. Time. Ah, good old eighties classic. And eat so on and so on. I won't go through my whole playlist that I've created. New playlist button. And you have the same options as in the music list and create new playlist button. Shuffle button. Shuffle. Repeat all button. Repeat all. Show artwork button. Show artwork. Thirty eight songs. 37, 47 total time. And there's a text box telling you how many songs are in the playlist and time duration. Genius button. Hi, iTunes sidebar button. Play button. And we're back to the button. Mute Volume slider 70. Full volume. View mode. Album list. Read view rate. Cover search options button. And search playlist. Edit blank. Search playlist. And it'll go out and find the certain tracks in your iTunes library. Sources tree view. Level um, 2 Leo's playlist 9 of 9. We're going to go ahead and at this point, I guess we'll go ahead and create a playlist of our own. And we'll go ahead and hit Control N. It doesn't matter where you're at here. Name playlist dialogue under a name for the playlist. Um, let's give the name... Oh, how about... Main M A I S M E N U T S A playlist P A Y L I S T. I'm not that creative. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're gonna go ahead and hit the OK button. OK button. Cancel button. Or cancel if you want to change. Edit. Selected like main menu playlist. OK button. Space. Press. iTunes. Sources. Tree view. Main menu playlist. playlist. Ten of ten. Will show as a new playlist. Main menu. iTunes store not sources. Leo's main menu. And iTunes store document. Empty. Ping heading left, get started, yes, rec, HTTP, dollar, three point, combo box, collapse, rhino, high five, right. main menu, playlist list, unknown. Unknown, which means it's empty. Um, now, we're going to go ahead and show you how to add a song into a playlist. We'll, we'll go ahead and use the example we have here, main menu's playlist. What we're going to do is hit control O, the open dialog, and I will show you what to do from there. It's going to take a minute because it's accessing... Add to library dialog file name. File name. Combo box collapse. This is your standard open dialog box. File file name. Combo box collapse. Edit all ten. Blank. File of type. Combo box all files dot collapse. Open as read only check box dot check out. Open button auto. Or open. 
or once you find whatever track or tracks you want, you could go ahead and hit enter instead of having to hit that button all the time. Cancel my looking. Let me Combo box purple 12 gracious melon is 1909. Alright, here's the Stone Temple Pilots, so that's the last place I visited. And toolbar, up folder view, zero two Vaseline bottom, zero three lounge, zero two Vaseline tooltip. Go ahead and just for the sake of file file open as read only check. The open file button. Open button auto. Then that iTunes main menu added to your library. And as you can see, we'll nope. go ahead and main menu playlist list unknown. New play main we'll menu playlist list unknown. Um it's just showing that it's empty. I'm wondering if I need to specify which playlist we need to do. Let's try this again. Add to library dial file of type file name. Combo box collapsed. Edit all ten. iTunes. Okay, I see what it did. It added actually to the actual music list. Let me up arrow. Actually. Search playlist sources tree view. Music one of four level two. Go to music. I hit the F6 key to cycle do the panes here. Um, we're now in the music section. iTunes store document. Pink heading the music list level one. I hit F6 three times to get to the music list. Heaven beside you. T again. Time four over now. Time zero nine greatest love of all. Time four zero six. How will I know? Time four like zero four saving all my love for you. Time zero one you give good love. Time four the dream is still alive. Time four zero nine. Wilson Phillips. Actually, we'll go ahead and add this to the main menu playlist. Wilson Phillips track here. Uh, we've got the... Probably the easiest way to do it is hit your context key at this point. Context menu. Play the dream is still alive. So we got play. Start genius. S. Start genius. Play next in iTunes play DJ. Next P. iTunes DJ. Add to iTunes DJ. Add to iTunes DJ. Get info G. Rating sub menu. Show in Windows Explorer. Get album artwork G. Get track names D. Reset play R. Create AC version V. Consolidate files. Add to playlist sub menu A. This is what I want. Add to playlist menu. Leo's playlist L. Right arrow on that. Linux playlist? No, I don't want that. Main menus playlist M. We're gonna put in main menus playlist by hitting enter. iTunes music list. The dream is still alive. Time four zero nine. Search music edit. iTunes sources tree view. Level two music one of four. Go down at the bottom again. Main menus playlist ten of ten. Level two. Linux playlist main menus playlist ten of ten. Level two. iTunes store not get started. The main menus playlist list level one one. The dream is still alive. Time four zero nine. Wilson. Okay, that has been successfully added to that playlist. That's just one track. And just for the sake of it, we're gonna go ahead and play that track. We're gonna hit space. See what it does. Space. Selected. Playing one. The dream is still alive. Time four zero nine. Wilson Phillips. Album Wilson Phillips. Okay, playing it's saying it's playing, but I'm not hearing it through my sound card. That's okay. Uh, if you want to pause or stop it, we'll hit space. Space. And um, the easiest way I found to to rewind or fast forward through a track is if you hit Alt, Control Left, or Alt Control Right arrow to rewind and fast forward. Um, that's a pretty easy way to do that. And like I said before, it re will remember where you last left off if you connected your iPod Shuffle, for example. In my case, it'll remember where you left off if you were playing a podcast or another music track. Um, let me navigate away from here since we're done with this playlist.
On behalf of the entire Main Menu staff, I'd like to thank you for being with us today here on Main Menu. We'll look forward to seeing you back again next week. Meantime, you have a good week, and we'll see you soon.